Hi. Hello. It's Megan. <laughs> and Melanie with a cold. Sorry, I sound kind of sexy, kind of oh. smoky. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just compliment I myself. I was prepared for this. <laughs> My um, voice is going to like croak out halfway through this. Welcome back to That's What Your 20s Are For. Yes. Before we go any further, if you're listening to this, please go share the link with five of your best friends and your parents. Yes. Oh, please. We Yes. <laughs> That's all we have to say. I'm going to be like a little bit of a mess on this, but I totally agree with that. If you like our podcasts and you've listened so far and you're enjoying them, share them with people. We really appreciate it. Send us a message if you want. Like maybe we'll do like a shout out of the week or something. If someone who shares our podcast, like, Ooh, like we'll, we'll plug you on, yeah, on our podcast. Yeah, we love seeing you guys share on your stories. And we like the feedback. Mm-hmm. Positive or negative. We would love to know how to improve also. So Yeah, yeah. totally. Anyways, let's roll into these tweets. Absolutely. Okay, so my tweet of the week is actually from Danica underscore Nicole. Uh, Shout out Danica Anderson. I went to high school with her. Her tweets are really funny. Go give her a follow. Um, It's D-A-N-N-I-K-A underscore Nicole. Uh, And her tweet was, two days ago, my friend called wearing a new outfit, in quotes, an outfit premiere, and I haven't stopped thinking about it. And I was like, that's funny. That is funny. Did you understand that? You look confused. I am confused. I thought that was funny because I <laughs> wanted to go with the joke. I also was kind of looking at my tweet. I what know. did you say? <laughs> Two days ago, my friend called wearing a new outfit, in quotes, an outfit premiere. Oh. And I haven't stopped thinking about I it. I do like that. Right? I really get it now that I listen yeah. to it. <laughs> like, this is my outfit premiere. I love it. Danica, that's a good one. Thank you for that, Danica. We appreciate it. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to find tweets that aren't videos just because it's hard to convey. True. But I must just give a shout out to the lady who did the, uh, who was in the, uh, my kids are listening to Kids Bop video. <laughs> because. This bitch ass hoe. I think that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And then someone replied to it being like, my sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> and it's her like poking her head through. Have you seen it? Yeah, the video? The, the reply. I've seen so much of it. Did you see the extended version where she like sticks yes, her tongue out? Yes. And she's like, that woman is probably Satan, secretly. Um, but <laughs> here, we'll post it so you guys can see it, but it's the funniest. Oh my God, my sleep paralysis soon. Ah! Anyways, that's not going to be my tweet, oh. <laughs> even though I just went on about it. My tweet is going to be um, this one that I just liked <laughs> from Rudy underscore Mustang. He said, can't believe Leonardo DiCaprio yelled, I'm on top of the world from the Titanic, a ship that was at sea, at sea level, the scientifically lowest altitude in the world. He was nowhere near the top. He was literally at the bottom. What a stupid idiot. Oh my God. Jesus. Like, just tear him down, Rudy. Honestly, though, we love adding science to a burn. (laughs) I really appreciate that. The best burns have science added in. Songs? Um, Yes. Share, so share your song first. Shaisha. Um, I'm going to do, <laughs> I was going to say a throwback, but it came out like two months ago. <laughs> um, I have been listening a lot to Afterglow from Lover by Taylor Swift. Mm. Um, I love that whole album, but Afterglow for whatever reason, I've been listening to a lot this week and singing a lot to this week and... Highly recommend if you're going to listen to anything on that album. You do. You love your Taylor Swift. I do love Lover. <laughs> I love Lover. Um, my song, I have like a couple. Go for it. 
that I could share. I did too last but week. But I'm going to land on Empty by Quinn Lewis. Mm. Um, Lewis spelled L-E-W-I-S. We actually had a whole ass conversation about Lewis versus Louis mm-hmm. uh, this weekend. Uh, that's unrelated. But yeah, I really like the song. I found it on like a fall playlist and it's just kind of been like my bop of the week that I've really been enjoying. So yeah, give it a listen. I don't know. Maybe you're familiar with him. Maybe not. Let's do this thing. (laughs) (laughs) So our topic this week is, um, (laughs) moving in. Yeah, moving in. We haven't come up with an official. I don't know why I yelled that like it was like the answer on Dora or something. Moving in. (laughs) Megan is so over my shit. And we're like three minutes into this podcast. Oh, we're five minutes in. Five minutes of my mistake. Um, The topic is moving in, which as Mel mentioned before we started recording is very broad, but we're talking about like... We're narrowing Specifically, yeah, we're not talking about like when you have a a husband and children and you're moving into your white picket fence house. Oh God, that just gave me such existential anxiety. Yeah talking about that (laughs) we don't know anything about her no um no we don't we're talking about moving in in college and like post-grad um and we're not talking about like moving day we're talking about you know the maybe we are we talk about moving we could but we're more so talking about like the experiences that come along with moving the prep yes that's a good word for it the prep (laughs) we're talking about how to find roommates, how to find housing, what to look for in a roommate. Why do we sound like an infomercial? Because I think we should give them an overview. What to look for in a roommate, what to yes. look for in a house, and then what happens when things dun, 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 fall through. When <laughs> shit hits the fan. The fan. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. We're having fun with this we're one. Having, yeah, with these really bland, straightforward sentences that we're offering. God. Um, Anyways... We wanted to talk about this because I always said in college, and now that I have graduated and moved into my first post-grad apartment, um, I would say that it applies to post-grad too, but I always said everyone has, everyone has a shitty housing uh, experience and everyone has something fall through. I think, you know, not to be the pessimist of this podcast, but... I yeah, think that <laughs> I think that honestly moving in general sucks. Oh no, it does. Um, on various levels, you know, sometimes it only sucks a little bit, um, but often it sucks a lot for for just different reasons. So I think you know, yes, everyone has definitely had a shitty housing experience because moving in general is just kind of ass. <laughs> so <laughs> a quote, <laughs> a quote, um, a scenario. Yes. Just something that I think everyone who goes to college, who goes to college, goes through. Is that a sentence? <laughs> We're unwell, and I don't know why. I think I had a lot of candy today. I'm like a little. I ate like nothing today, so that's fair. <laughs> Adult life. Um, I yeah, that. the candy in my office is free. All other food is not. So what am I gonna eat? The True. <laughs> True. Um, something that everyone who goes to college goes through is. When you get your housing assignment, when you're a freshman and you move into the dorm and it's super exciting because, like, mm-hmm. the school to- told you where you're going to live, who you're going to live with. Sometimes not that exciting, though. Yeah, but, like, it's... That's a different scenario we can get into at a later time yeah, we in this about, podcast. We can talk about all that. Yeah. It's still hard to move into your dorm. Um, it's less of a headache because you're just like, this is where I'm living and I have no choice. Exactly. Like, the school just kind of tells you what's up and then your family moves you in and then 
you're there. All you have to do and is then, pick your bed. We can have a whole podcast. <laughs> but, um, and then you get halfway through the year or three quarters or whatever, and people start talking about, suddenly you feel like everyone has their plans already for the next year. Yep. Which is just not the case. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh yeah, like what are you doing for housing next year? And you're like, was I supposed to be thinking about that? <laughs> and so you're like, oh, like, uh, yeah, I'm still looking. Like, I don't know, what are you doing? Oh, you're living with Lisa? Like, oh, okay, like... <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> like, um, that'd be cool. Like, what if we did like a three... Like, do you want to do a th- We can look for like three bedrooms? And they're like... Oh, yeah, like, I can talk to Lisa about it. Like, I'll text. And it's just just this whole it's, thing yeah. where it's, like, awkward and you're stressed because suddenly you're like, oh, my God, where am I going to live? Mm-hmm. Do I have friends? Yeah. Am I That was my phone just... moving to LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Which is part of it. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree with that. I feel like, so, my stupid ass freshman year was like, I'm going to be an RA Or I'm going to live in on-campus housing my sophomore year. Like, I'm going to live with my freshman roommate again, and we're going to live in the dorms, but, like, Mm -hmm. the upperclassmen dorms and da-da-da-da-da, which, mm, uh, spoiler alert, did not happen. Um, Because, A, that's just, that just wasn't the right plan for me, but B, so often with, like, especially your freshman year when you're going into, like, housing situations, you just literally have no idea what you're doing Mm -hmm. um and so I ended up in the situation where I was like yeah I don't want to do that I don't think um and then by the time I figured that out it was like everybody I figured it out in like April or yeah like probably April actually Mm -hmm. everyone had maybe March everyone had someone they were living with already in places they were living and I was Mm -hmm. like oh my god like I'm gonna have to live alone or like randomly assigned like with someone (laughs) in like the upperclassmen dorms like what am I gonna do which wouldn't have been that big of a deal, but, you know, freshman year me was freaking out about it. And the only reason I actually ended up, like, it worked out well was because the girl who is now my best friend from college, her roommate, like, kind of blew her off in, like, a really shitty way. Her It was also her freshman roommate and someone she was going to be going into uh, her sophomore year living with. That girl, I don't even remember what exactly happened, but that plan fell apart. Um... And so she was like, I need a roommate. And we weren't even that close at the time, but we were like, we know each other and we both need roommates. Like, fuck it, we're living together. And it ended up being like, it ended up, we're now best friends. We Mm -hmm. weren't and we lived together. That's a whole thing also. Living with people's hard. Um, But yeah, it's so weird because all of a sudden you, it's like you blink and everybody knows where they're living. And I was so in that position of like, holy shit, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I think like, a mistake that I made because I, so I lived in the dorm in the sorority house my freshman year and then my sophomore year I lived in on-campus housing because I transferred mm-hmm. so that was also a given yeah but then when I was trying to find housing for my junior year I had that mo- I had the freshman year moment even though mm-hmm. I was a sophomore of like oh my god like people are already looking for housing I feel like it was like December like way too early yeah first of all that's such a Chapman thing dude I know I thought everyone had it together and they don't and that's the other thing if you don't go to Chapman then you have to know about our school is because I think a lot of colleges have like apartment complexes around the school and Mm -hmm. you kind of fall into one of those Chapman is all like houses for the most part and a few like small yeah apartment complexes but they're in residential neighborhoods so and houses there's so many um choices so I was freaking out because I didn't really know how it worked I felt like everyone had it together because that you guys were already kind of living together because of sophomore year and we don't have greek housing yeah that's another thing um 
And so when someone posted on Facebook saying, hey, I have a room open, I jumped at it and I was like, oh, perfect. Like, I'll go over and see their place. I went over and saw their place. It was like beautiful. Mm -hmm. The rent was not bad. And I was like, yeah, okay, perfect. I'll do this. And I like said I would do it. And then (laughs) as time went on, I realized like the house was just too far away. And like there were other people that I was closer with in terms of like being friends Mm -hmm. that were also looking for housing that I just kind of jumped the gun and was like, oh shoot, like this isn't actually Mm going to be good for me. Yeah. And I had to be like, it was, the girl still had plenty of time, but this is something that you might have to do. I had to be like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't think this is going to work out. Like just rent wise and also distance wise, like it's just too much for me. Um, And like, I'm sorry, but I have to back out. And that sucked. (laughs) Everybody I know, myself included, has either had someone do that to them or Mm -hmm. has done that to someone. Yeah. And I think, I mean, of course, I'm going to justify it for myself, right? Um, It was still... I don't think it's not justifiable. Well, that was the thing. I like... I'm saying I don't want to say that, oh, I did it okay because it's me. I'm, but like, I feel like I did it with enough time and I did it in a like polite way. Like I told her very upfront, of course, I'm sure it was still shitty for her in some ways. So like, I'll absolutely put that on me. But if you're going to do that, give the person enough time, be upfront about it. Don't just like try and tiptoe around the subject because you're worried about them getting mad. Yeah. And I think the other thing about that in particular is like, The whole concept of giving them enough time is really important. If it's like you're leaving them with a month to find a roommate and theoretically nobody who can take their spot, that's to me a situation where you have to just kind of like suck it up and just Mm -hmm. live there because you made a commitment. That's my like ethical code. I think if you've left them like a couple of months to find somebody, it's totally fine. My junior year, um, I lived in a house with three other girls and... Um, two of them I was close friends with, one of them I was not. She, they had all lived there before I did. I moved in and took the girl's room who moved out. Um, and (laughs) the girl that we were living with was a a senior who ended up being able to graduate early. Mm -hmm. And she knew she was going to be graduating early the whole year. Um, but literally in December she was like, yeah, so since I graduated early, I decided I'm not going to stay here for a second semester like I thought I was, and I'm going to move out, and someone's going to take my room. So basically, you guys have, like, three weeks to find someone. And we were like... Wait, I think that's, like, on her. <laughs> uh, it, okay, so it wasn't. We were like... <laughs> that, too. Uh, if you're moving out, it's on... She was like, you guys have three weeks to find someone, otherwise I'm giving it to the first person who wants it. Oh, I see what you're saying. And we were like, um, no. Yeah. That's so fucked up to do... Um, so then we had just an absolutely hellish three weeks trying to figure out who the fuck was going to take this room because it was the middle of the year mm-hmm. and we didn't know anybody who was like coming back from abroad that needed a room or anything. Cause it was December by this point. So like mm-hmm. people had their housing plans arranged the middle of the year. even a month extra might've helped, but it was really frustrating because we were kind of like, you made the commitment that you were going to be paying this rent and that you were going to be living here second semester. If we can't find someone that we're comfortable with having here to take your place. Like that's on you. You should either fucking stay here or pay the rent because you made that commitment. And I think that's honestly probably like one of the messiest situations that housing can get in where someone is trying to sublease and it's like, okay, like, and, and 
I agree with you, but of course some people are going to be like, well, I'm subleasing. I'm just going to find someone to pay it. And like, that's that. Or is it like, okay, I'm subleasing and like, we're going to find someone that everyone's comfortable with. Which is 1000% what you should do if you can. Yes. Obviously some people are not in a financial position to like (laughs) pay rent for a place that they're not actually living in. This girl was not that. This girl had the money to do that. And you just have to have, like, some forethought. Not that you should do that anyway, but, yeah, I think the issue lies in the fact that, like, you changed your plan. Like, you don't get to fuck us over because Mm -hmm. you decided last minute that you wanted to change your plan. You knew you were graduating early the whole semester. Like, you had ample time to give us the opportunity to find someone we wanted to have living there. And we would have been happy to, like, help with that, but obviously in three weeks we couldn't find someone. And then it was just, like, we're SOL and she moved in this random girl who was luckily nice enough and never home other than that she would like use my face wash because i shared a bathroom with her and it was really weird i don't know why she had her own face wash but she would like use all my stuff and that was kind of odd but Mm. other than that the girl was really nice but like that's a perfect example of yeah sometimes housing situations get sticky and you know you never know exactly what's going to happen but i think always err on the side of being like respectful and transparent transparent and also conscientious of like how your actions are affecting other people yeah if you're leaving them three months to find a new roommate it's okay i think if you leave them three seconds yeah you're an asshole i think the other thing on the flip side um kind of on the flip side just another perspective i guess is like if someone says like if someone backs out of housing plans and it's not an asshole move you know they've given you enough time or whatever else don't take it personally sometimes things just change and obviously it sucks because like you had a plan but sometimes people just need to rearrange for what's best for them and like 99% of the time it's it's not personal like if it's your friend it's probably just them being like this is gonna be better for me and I think this is gonna be better for you and like we just have to do that yeah (laughs) I have to do that like with my roommate my sophomore year where we were planning on living together again junior year and like us Again, she's my best friend, but, like, us living together just was not working right at that time mm-hmm. at the very least. And I it got to a point where I was, like, I just – I don't think we should live together. Like, I've been thinking about it a lot. And, like, mm-hmm. I love you. It's not because I don't. Like, you're my best friend. But we can't live together. And that kind of goes back to the fact that, like, just because somebody is your best friend or someone you, like, love very deeply doesn't mm-hmm. mean you should live with them because everyone has really different – you know, living styles, and sometimes it's almost better to not live with, a like, a best friend. Yeah, I think there's, I think because of, like, movies and TV shows, people are, like, like, they really want their roommates to be, like, their best friend, and you do everything together, and it's, like, a happy little family house, and I totally get the inclination to want that, and it's great if you can do that, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to be best friends and do everything with your roommate, and, yeah, I think if you're in a situation where, Um, you know, it's not random selection. Like you're not going to be a freshman. You're moving into housing with some people. You really have to be like, okay, this is, I'm using Mel's name as an example, but Mm -hmm. this is not Mel, but it's like, (laughs) (laughs) thank you for the clarification. You're just in front of me Yeah. (laughs) where it's like, okay, like Mel and I really want to live together because we're best friends. But like, I know she... She stays up really late blasting music. <laughs> like, I know she stays up super late. She's always texting me in the middle of the night. And I know she, like, is super clean and I'm super messy. And, like, yeah, that like that is going to be an issue. It's when I'm going to tell you right now. Thousand percent. I I'm can't sure say. some people can work through it, but that's going to be an issue. <laughs> I, realistically, yes. Like, I always said, um, 
about one of my close friends from high school, like love her. She's one of my best friends. We could never live together because mm-hmm. I just know in a living situation, we would butt heads yeah. so much on just various things. And I think that's super normal. And I think it's really healthy actually to be able to, you know, take a step back and evaluate your friendships and your friends mm-hmm. from like sort of an unbiased perspective and say like, I love this person. Doesn't mean we need to share a living space. Doesn't mean yeah. we need to share a bathroom. Like I, my senior year shared a bathroom with like one of my, who one of my roommates who would become one of my best friends. And luckily we just kind of didn't have a lot of clash over that. Like she was one of the only people that I think I was able to share that space super well with. Mm-hmm. But that is like rare because every year before that I had had like, not that I had the tense roommate issues, but there were just things I didn't, I clashed with people on. And even if it's your best friend in the world, mm-hmm. no two people are like the exact same as far as living habits. So there's going to be something they yeah. do that annoys you. Oh, undoubtedly. Absolutely. Like you could love the person the most, but there's going to be something to do that annoys you. And sometimes it's just good to not mix that with friendship. Yeah. And like, if you live with your best friends, no one really thinks about this, but well, you do think about it, but you're spending all your time with them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, Maybe you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And that it's harder when you're in a living situation with your best friends to come home from work or school being tired and cranky and not like, you know, start some shit up when if it's a roommate you're not that close with, they probably wouldn't even yeah. notice or see. Yeah, I think that plays into this all plays into like not jumping into things too, because I think it's really easy to jump into like, oh, so and so's my best friend. Obviously we're gonna live together and it's like, okay, let's maybe like take a breath. Right, like, are, are you? <laughs> like, let's think about this. Yeah. And I, also, ooh, also another one is budget. Like, if mm-hmm. if you can afford a little bit more, you, you know, like, whoever, like, if there's a discrepancy in budget, yeah, like, whoever can afford more has to be okay if you really want to live with this person with finding a place that's cheaper. Yeah, because the person that can't afford more is n- is not going to be able to afford more. Like you're the person who has to like, 100%. yeah, and knock you can't, it down. <laughs> you can't get frustrated with that. No, stop truly. That. <laughs> I mean, not that I think, not that I think you you know would get frustrated with it, but it's kind of like, do. you know, you do exactly. You sign up for knowing that maybe you're not living in as nice of a place as you could be. Yeah, because you want to live with that person, and that's okay. First of all. First and foremost, let me say, if you're listening to this, you're in your 20s, which means unless you're like, you know, upper, upper 20s, then you do your thing, girl, but, or boy, um, but like nobody our age needs to live in a fucking palace. Like no, no one our age needs to live in the most beautiful, bougie apartment or house. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that shit irks me. Like your apartment doesn't need to look like it was decorated by freaking Joanna Gaines. Like, but I wish it was. <laughs> if you want to spend money on that <laughs> stuff, like go off it's your money but you can't expect your roommates to do the same yeah i have to shout out that just reminded me my friend sarah her mom is an interior designer and so her dorm room looks like of course looks like a staged beautiful joanna Gaines home and like i remember the first time i walked in i was like is this a joke and then i remembered like that's her mom's career Mm -hmm. but you cannot expect that it's a nice surprise (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And but, uh, like, yeah. here's the thing about that, too. If you want to, like, spend money on things for, like, the common area, that's great. And, like, you want to put money into that. Ooh. You can't 
you fucking be mm. like, okay, so Venmo me half. That shit oh, is my. it. Don't do it. It's so annoying. Like, you have to know. You can go ahead and, like, ask before you buy stuff. Hey, yeah. if I buy this, like, are you down to split? And if people are like, no, then you just have to be like, okay, fuck. Yeah. And then you can either buy it yourself because you really want it, or you let it the fuck go. Yeah, those... those oh, I just, like, really <laughs> got set up. No, but we've all been in that scenario. Yeah. For sure. And especially with Venmo now, and especially if it's something small and you're, like, splitting it, like, five or four or whatever ways, it's just, like, cut it out. Like, eat that cost. Like, well, no one wanted this except for you. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, I think there's kind of, like, a difference between... Because I'm, like, we... My senior year, we got this table for, like, 25 bucks. And we mm-hmm. bought, like, a runner for it and, like, two little things yeah. to put on top of it to make it cute. And we all split it. And it ended up being, like, literally six bucks a person or, or $11 yeah. a person or something uh-huh. ridiculously cheap like that. So mm-hmm. it was worth it. But it's, like, if you want to go and, like, get a new couch mm-hmm. or get, like, this, ch- like, I know people that have done this and I've lived with people that are like mm-hmm. this. That's so fine. Like, if that's important to you at 20, mm-hmm. 21, 22, whatever cool not fucking important to me i will stay sitting on my you know used couch with my ikea coffee table thank you ma'am but like you can't expect other people to pay that money and the other thing that i think you think about as you get older but maybe not when you're moving into your first like place that you have to furnish when you're splitting things you get to the end of the year and you're like wait who paid for this oh did we split it did everyone split it okay so wait who's taking it and so, like, moving into my current apartment, Kristen and I, were, we, like, made a notes. <laughs> made a notes. You know, on the app, iPhone. A list. Sorry, <laughs> a no, list. I said app. We made a list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the correct terminology. Yep. And she was like, okay, here's what we already have, because she's been living in the apartment. Like, here's what we need. What do you want to get? What should I get? And I think everything, I don't think we split anything. I think That's smart. Just because, and especially for this, you know, where we're going to be here for longer than, like, a school year, mm-hmm. it was, like, obviously everything in my room is fine, but then, like, the couch is mine, the table is hers, the TV and TV stand are hers, the table is hers, the front entryway thing, I think, is mine, she would know, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's one of ours. You could go through every single thing in that living room and in the kitchen and be, like, this is going to you, this is going to you, and it's so much easier than having it's to be, better. like okay, is it okay if I just take this or do you want me to Venmo you back the like five bucks that we split? Like, it's so weird. Yeah, I, that was what I did. And you don't remember. You don't remember. No, that's the thing. I did that my sophomore year with my apartment that I moved into. Like, she bought the couch and I bought like the TV stand and the coffee table, but she bought like the end table. But I'll never forget. We bought, we had this bar top mm-hmm. and it was the dumbest fucking height. So we had to buy these like custom height bar stools Ew, for it, which that's, don't do that. You guys. No, don't <laughs> do not ever do that. That is my biggest mistake and regret from buy college. Custom stuff literally, when you're married. No, but literally though, that's the thing. Like I will say that to you in all honesty, that is truly my biggest regret from college. Not any other, literally not any other bullshit. Because they were like $600 fucking dollars, but I, it was put on me to buy them. Not her fault or anything, but because they did bring the couch, which was like the most expensive item. And they bought it new, which was also their choice. But like, I get it. Some people care more about that than others. And she still has the couch. It's in her current apartment. So like, it's not a big deal. But these fucking bar stools never fit anywhere else that I lived. And so they just sat in my mom's garage and one day she was finally like, can I just sell them or like literally throw them away? They just, 
they made us mad every time we looked at yeah. them because it was just like what a utter fucking waste of money mm-hmm. you know so don't don't put money into nice things for a college house a because they're gonna get destroyed b because you're 20 something years old and you don't need it large pro tip if you are still in college and i did this this for some of the things here but especially if you're in college facebook marketplace and offer up like go buy used stuff because you can sell it then the next year for probably the same amount that you bought it which is probably super cheap yeah and and if you can't sell it because you destroyed it or it broke or you don't need it anymore and no one else needs it whatever it was $20, so you throw it away you don't give or a you fuck. donate it yeah. or whatever, right? Like, I had an Ikea coffee table. That was what I bought for that apartment my sophomore year that came with me to every house following. And it, there's no way that thing... That thing was definitely less than 100 bucks. Like yeah. it was, and that's probably a generous estimate for how much it was. It was probably much less than 100 But it had the absolute shit beaten out of it because yeah. it was a coffee table going yeah. into three different college homes. And I just left it in my house and was like, you guys can have this if you want it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can throw it away. I don't give a fuck. But, like, I'll buy another $50 coffee table for my next place. Like, this one's, it's lived up to yeah. its worth at That's this point. Thing. I think last year I bought, <sighs> I bought this thing off of Facebook Marketplace. Um, it was, like, a desk and a dresser, at, or a desk and a, a, a nightstand that, mm-hmm. like, separated or whatever. For super cheap, I sold it for like more than I bought it. Ooh, she's a savvy but business I, But woman. I knew it, I was, it wasn't going to last, right? Like you yeah. don't need to invest. And no. it has been a conscious then no. flip moving into this apartment. Kristen has said like, I want to buy stuff that I'm going to be able to bring into like my family home. Of course, she's going to be able to upgrade then too when she like has a family. Yes. But she's like the rug that's out there. She got on Amazon. So it's not the most expensive thing in the world. But she's like, I really like this rug. It looks really nice. And I can move it into another home when I'm older. Like it's not going to look cheap and trashy. Like once you graduate, then you can kind of start investing. Yeah. Not even right away if you don't want to. Well, don't do it in college. That's the thing too with college and even early post-grad items, you don't, particularly college, you don't know where you're going to be living after you graduate. Nope. You're not going to move a freaking gigantic, like, yeah, you're not, if you go to school in Southern California and you get a job in New York, you're not going to move all your furniture there. Like, you're just going to sell it and, like, start fresh. Like, it would cost you more money than it's worth to yeah. get the shit across the country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, for most people, again, obviously various financial situations, maybe you will, I don't know. But most of the time, you're not going to do that because it's I, probably been with you for three yeah. years at that point anyway. So it's like, once you're in a post-grad place where, like, you have the money to maybe invest in some nicer mm-hmm. pieces that you will, will want to bring with you. Again, also, you don't know what kind of space you're going to be working with in, like, a post-grad apartment. Mm-hmm. And, like, now, you know, we're living here and we'll probably live here for at least the next two years. So, like, it's okay to buy things that fit this specific space that may not fit the next space. Right. But in college, like, you know, I wasn't going to buy a nice ass rug my senior year just right to move now. into an apartment that I didn't fit in. You probably don't too need to small, buy a rug you know? at all in college. Pro tip. Please don't. Yeah. I bought this one that's on my floor that's like a little shag carpet from she's Target. Mm-hmm. And it was maybe $30. Yeah, it's And she's... She, mm, 
that's about as much as I would spend on a rug in college. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I had a rug my senior year in my bedroom because I had it was the first time I had hardwood floors. It's like instead of carpet, and it made a big difference. But also, it got disgusting. It's like and then one day feet. I spilled my food all over it, and I was like, "Yeet, this is a white rug," and I've mm. spilled like Mexican food all <laughs> over it. So there's not a chance it's getting clean. But anyways, looping back around to what we were originally talking about with like what you should look for in housing, you don't need to live in a palace. Um, I think in college, it's more just about, like, finding a space that fits you well. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're someone, this might be an important point to bring up, like, if you're someone who likes to spend a lot of time outside, like, even just reading a book, like, find somewhere that has, like, a backyard, or if it's an apartment complex, like, some grassy areas where you can sit and, like, be outside, you know, different things like that. Um, And hopefully a space where you and your roommates, or roommate or roommates, plural, Mm -hmm. are not, like on top of each other yeah something that was really important for me was being close to campus because i was always driving back and forth from campus to home to friends houses to wherever and And campus parking is garbage yeah and so i wanted to be able to walk and i also wanted to be able to just easily drive and like Mm -hmm. take quick trips home and whatever else um so i didn't want to live past the train tracks (laughs) that sounds like such a i know Past the, the train tracks. Track. Yeah, it sounds like such a weird um, no, novel. No, but past that as far. Like, when I lived in my sophomore year, um, uh, Chapman, like, funded housing. Not Chapman funded. Chapman on-campus housing. Yeah. Even though it was on-campus, it was an off-campus apartment. So, it was super far away. And it yeah, was just it kind of a hassle. Far. And it was kind of a bummer for me because I felt like to be involved, I had to really it's harder effort and so every year after that i was like okay i'm gonna like look for places that are within this like Mm -hmm. square mileage around campus it's so figure out what's your like kind of rank what is important to you i would say yeah it's weird because we actually had very similar experiences as far as like that every year we lived really close to each other sophomore year yeah we did (laughs) i lived um just in this apartment complex and i will say like keep in mind the whole being close to campus thing and where other people are living because we were really isolated and mm-hmm. it was very, very hard to maintain. Like I lost a lot of friendships my sophomore year, not because I was like in, you know, Iceland or anything, but just because like we lived in a complex that it was hard to, it was not easily accessible. Like the parking situation was hard for visitors and then finding the apartment and the whole thing was just kind of a mess and it really isolated us. And once I got you know, back closer to campus in a house again my junior year, I felt so much more connected to Chapman and the people around me. I think specifically Melanie's situation, I don't know a ton about it, but just like Mm -hmm. from knowing where you lived, I can see how you found the place and you were like, it is so nice here. Let's live here. This is so exciting. It was just our only option, honestly. That was reasonable. Okay. I think a lot of people who live farther away, um, and from my personal experience too, is like you see the place and you're like, okay, it's far, but it's it's like really nice. Like this Mm -hmm. is great. And then you get there and, and you think, it, it's not too far, this will be fine, but it, you know, you know when you, like, get home and you're tired and you just want to take a nap and you don't want to have to go anywhere and, like, it's, it's it so much more difficult than you think it's going to be. And also, Mel lived, like, right next to a baseball, we both did, right next to a baseball stadium. We lived so next if to there was a stadium. game, yeah. if there was a baseball game, you weren't going anywhere. It was horrible. <laughs> and even, like, 
something I really didn't take into account that much with where we live now is like it's hard for people to come visit us. Like parking is hard. That's everywhere it's hard. in LA too. That's, That's everywhere like... in LA for sure. Yeah, but it, it's hard to kind of navigate that. And I'm like, thank God I don't have like a boyfriend right now because yeah. I don't know where he'd go. The other thing about here though, on the flip side, is is that it's in a really nice location. Yeah. And people want to be it. here because I just went to a friend's um, Halloween party and her apartment is so nice and the parking was like fine it was kind of difficult i had to walk a little bit but like there was street parking yeah but it was in it was like in north hollywood which was like 40 minutes away (laughs) so it is nice that people can yeah we're in a bomb area it's worth it we're in the middle of things but yeah it's just every i i think we're you know kind of rambling but like all of this to say those little things where you're like oh well like i think this will be fine really analyze that because sometimes mm-hmm. it it will be fine and it's cool but a lot of times they're when you're living there for a whole year it's gonna like grow and grow and grow yeah, problems until will you're like reveal themselves this is the worst thing ever yeah and i think taking the time to sit and think that through and really like look at it your options weigh your options from all possible angles mm-hmm. um is important because like, even with Chris and I having to move from the one apartment we were into a new one, it was like, we could move out of this complex, we could just move into, like, an apartment in a different tower, we had all these different things to weigh, mm-hmm. like, what floor do we want to be on? We didn't want to be too high, because we didn't want to have to take the elevator all the time, because there's a lot of traffic in these buildings, so, like, mm-hmm. we wanted to live low enough where we could take the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things that, like, you don't necessarily think about until you're living somewhere a lot of the time, so before you go into, like, a housing situation post-grad college otherwise really sit down and think about like what is a day in the life of living here going to look like what are things I'm going to run into problems pros cons view location all these other things obviously view is not really a thing in college but like our view is killer in this new place and like we looked over a parking lot before so I never thought about that until I saw an apartment with a view and I was like oh, I didn't realize how much just literal joy it brings me to walk into an apartment that looks out over, like, the hills and stuff when I, I think, come home. I think versus a thing in college to think about is, like, as Mel said, you don't have to live in a palace. When you're touring places... Yeah. Which should be about practicality in college, yeah, let's be to, honest. So find housing, just, like, go on Zillow or, like, apartments.com or whatever. Or, like, talk to friends, join a housing page, right? Um, but... I know it's super easy to tour a place and be like, well, it had an island and like, it was so Mm -hmm. cute. And like, I can see like all these, the windows and the natural light, whatever. But like, (laughs) if it's like too expensive, fuck it. If it's too expensive that, and also like the things you're going to want are in unit washer dryer and, (laughs) and like a, a stove that turns on easily (laughs) and honestly the thing that you never think about until it's too late when you're like touring houses and apartments and stuff parking but also (laughs) your landlord like who are the people that you're going to be dealing with how do they treat you when you're touring like are they nice to you are they nasty from the like from the jump like when you go into the house does it look like things are being fixed and taken care of if you have access to like talk to the people that live there right now, ask them, like, that is high key, one of the biggest influences on your living experiences, because, like, I've had a phenomenal landlord, and I've had shit landlords, and, like, my phenomenal landlord would literally come change light bulbs for us, like, he was 
so so sweet would help us with anything was never bothered to like answer our questions or figure out what was going on with the house because it was an old house so it had problems my shitty landlord was an asshole to us we were afraid of her and like she just tried to honestly charge us for every little minute thing and so it's like think about the person you're going to be dealing with most if they're mean to you when you're touring do you want to live in a place that they're managing when i they would already like have to money? give a shout out to mr bob finney my junior year <laughs> landlord it helped that i was living with his son and we were friends okay but, that, that probably helps a lot but He's just a chill landlord in general. I can tell. Like, he lives in Northern California, and the place he was renting was in Southern California. But every time I texted him with a, pro- him with a problem, which was not that much because it was a great place. Thanks yeah, for keeping it up, nice. Mr. Finney. Mm-hmm. Um, he had cleaners come for us. He paid for that. That was amazing. But he would have people there, like, within the the 24-hour, 48-hour period since I texted him about a problem. Yeah. It was amazing. I Venmoed him rent. That's all I had to do. <laughs> and oh. utilities were included. Please you, please include utilities. Landlords, that would be so nice. Yeah, th- um, that's another thing to weigh, though. Like, oh, how utilities. much of your utilities are they paying? Some landlords cover, like, yeah. all trash, all they water. They should cover trash. I they should like. cover trash, but this place doesn't. <laughs> so, like, yeet. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why I keep saying yeet. That's like a three-year-old word, but it keeps coming out of my mouth. Um, um, but, but those are important to things. He was the best. And if you're looking for housing in the city of Orange, <laughs> I highly Finn. recommend his, his uh, place. Also, from personal experience, pest control policy. Pay attention, ladies mm. and gents. What do they do with pests? What do they do to prevent them? Ask. That's an important question. Yeah, we don't like bugs. No, we don't. We still haven't gotten into what happened with my apartment, but that's just going to have to be a... We should do just an episode where we tell, like, ridiculous stories. Oh, I have so many. Oh, I'm ready. Should we do that? It, well, fun. one day, yeah. Well, honestly, let us know if you guys want us to do any episodes where we kind of just talk about random stuff and don't have, like, a topic. Because we, we're kind of thinking about doing just, like an occasional just like a chat with Megan Mel kind of an episode where we just talk about pop culture or whatever's relevant on our minds because I think um, we have so many stories regarding the topics that we're talking about but we try to hold off just because we want to give actual advice instead of just talking about ourselves too much yeah but there's some funny stories we also are just very talkative and have a lot to say so if that's like something that you think would be interesting let us know because we would love to do some episodes like that i think um send us topics that you want us to cover too yes um anyways final thoughts uh i'm just gonna wrap it up really quickly um overall i feel like this podcast has made it sound like housing is super daunting and housing can be really daunting but it also when you get where you're going it's really fun Mm -hmm. um i think being in a new place is so exciting there's so much potential with moving like the world's kind of your oyster. Even if you have budget restrictions, it's like you never know what's out there. You never know what little gems you might find. Um, so keep a positive attitude with it. Make sure to like write a list before you go into it of what's important to you, what questions you have. The more prepared you are going into like housing tours and things like that, the better because they're not going to sit there and tell you every little finite detail about the place. But think about your past experiences. Ask your parents like, hey, Give me some of your housing horror stories or your friends. Like, (laughs) tell me what you wish you would have known when you were in my position. We told you a lot of ours, but go in with a list of questions so that 
when you're in there and you have them face to face, you have the ability to kind of like fire off those questions, get some answers um, and feel out, you know, if that's going to be a viable place for you to live. Um, But just do the research uh, because it pays off. And when you find a place that you really like living, even though every house, apartment, condo, townhome, box (laughs) you live in is going to have flaws. It's going to have some flaws, something you don't like. But overall, when you find a place that you really like living in, it's just a great feeling. And when you find a place that really feels like home, it kind of makes the whole housing fiasco journey to getting there worth it. So just go in prepared and with a good attitude and it'll turn out fine. Yeah. I think it, this episode of course did have daunting bits, but that's because we talked about all the stuff like leading up into housing. Once you get into a nice little living situation that you like it really is the best like when you have cool roommates and like you decorate your room how you want it's super cool but Mm -hmm. definitely be prepared going into it because a lot of the housing situations that situations that I ended up in that I didn't love or because I jumped into things without thinking twice about it without asking questions without knowing what I really wanted out of it just because oh this seems cool yep and like everything seems cool at first yeah Um, so really make sure that you know what you want, you know what your roommates want, um, and like what is most important to you. I think like, and then in terms of, you know, finding people to live with and all of that and maybe having to back out or having people back out on you, just be super transparent, be super upfront about everything. Always communicate. Don't put things off Mm -hmm. because that's just prolongs things and makes things worse it's not personal oh and don't I make it personal and paramount to everything else personal. housing stuff is not personal yeah if and you get into little roommate fights along the way maybe it gets personal but <laughs> yeah but the thing about yes the thing about housing too is like this is the place where you're going to be living for some amount of time like it's your home base it's above anything else it's important that it's a place that you like and want to spend time in. Yeah. I've been in so many situations where, you know, I really don't, I hate whether it's the house or the situation where I'm just not happy there. And that feeling of not wanting to go home is the worst feeling in the world. So if you do have to back out on somebody or somebody has to back out on you, trust that you're doing it for the right reasons and so are they. You know, like they're just, both of you are just trying to do what's best for you. And normally I would say that's selfish to like, you know, not take your actions mm, and the consequences and other people into account. But like, if you're going to be miserable somewhere and you know it, you're not going to be a good roommate anyway. So yeah. like, you got to do what you got to do sometimes and that's okay. Be honest, apologize, go it's about personal, it. Take care of yourself. You can handle it in the right way. Even if you feel like you're doing, you know, not the best thing to the other person, there's a, there's a correct way to handle it. <laughs> so do it that way. Take care of other people's feelings at the very least. Be a nice person. And when in doubt, yelp it. Because sometimes you can learn things about like housing places, apartments, whatever. Yelp, yeah. Oh, like apartments, yeah. Yeah, like apartments. I was like, did houses have a Yelp? Oh, yeah, my landlord's company had a Yelp. Oh. Had I I gone on it, I would have known she was, I already knew she was fucking whack. But also, if a landlord is shitty to you or you have a bad experience or a good experience, Leave a Yelp review so you can help another fellow housing searcher. <laughs> so thank you for listening. We hope this helps your all of your life transitions 
<laughs> we need to go to sleep in we case do. you can't tell. Um, but seriously, we hope this helps. Housing can suck sometimes. And we hope this like just gave you some ideas of how to make it a little bit easier. Hopefully our like word vomit brain rambling uh, gave you a clearer sense of what you need to look out for going into your housing excursions. Because exactly. I honestly wish I had had this before I was looking for housing this time around because it probably would have helped me remember all the mistakes I've made in the past, but everything works out for the best in the end. Keep a good attitude. It'll be great. Yes. It'll be so fun. Let us know what your housing horror stories are because they're usually funny in hindsight. Yes. By following us on Instagram yep. um, at what your 20s are for. Mm-hmm. And my Instagram is Miyagin. Mine's Melanie Andrea. You can also just search Megan Donovan. Also, our names are in the bio just find us find the podcast instagram though and please actually share your housing horror stories because (laughs) we love we honestly make us feel better we love feedback from you guys like seeing people post that they're listening and enjoying is awesome but again also uh what sort of uh constructive criticism yeah is a thing we would love to get because everybody's been gassing us up which is really nice and we love you guys Gals is, yeah, tell us, be like, Knock us I really down. like this episode that I think next time, da, 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 da. or give us an idea. Give us ideas, share your stories, um, share this with your friends if you think they would enjoy it, and thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. <laughs> My voice crack is a great way to end this podcast. Have a good week. Bye-bye.